0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Keen Gamer Podcast. I'm your host this week, David Lozada. I'm joined with Tim Ronan. What's up, Tim?
1: Not much, David. Just the sky, I guess. Other things. Alrighty,
0: I like the sky.
2: What? Why? Why do you have to come in here and just suck all the energy out of the room? I do the opposite.
1: (laughs) I inject
2: you, you just, energy. Thank you. David comes in here with his big bag of energy, dumps it on the table, and you flip the table over.
0: Yeah.
2: You just scowl.
0: Out. I like the sky. The sky is so blue and welcoming, and I like it. So I don't think he's distracting or taking away from my energy. It's all good, Tim. We all love you.
1: Thank you. Oh, thank you.
0: He is slowly assassinated. <laughs> yes, that's my Get plan. Get help. Sean, I presume that you're not feeling the best this week. You seem very... Stupid farmers (laughs) took away my sleep. That's why. What are they going to do with my sleep? They can't
2: use it. They get up at 4 a.m. What do they care? Bunch of jerk-ass farmers.
0: But the the sun comes up a little uh, later now. Or rather earlier now. Right? So, that's good. Right? When you wake up, Technically speaking, considering how much insomnia I have, I'm more nocturnal.
2: Oh. Than diurnal, so. Oh. Fuck the sun. I don't need it either.
0: What did it ever do for me? Moving on. <laughs> Tim, let's talk about what you've been playing what you've been watching this week. What have you been playing and what have you been watching this week?
1: <laughs> what have I been playing and watching this week? That's a good question. Um, let's see. Well, I guess in terms of yeah, kind of brief for, for watching, I watched a bit of Parks and Rec. Been getting that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good show. Good show. It's been it's been like I don't know, probably a couple of years since I've seen it all the way through. Um, watching a bit mm-hmm. of that. Um, I also decided to give. It's a show I've seen on Netflix every now and then. Uh, Lucifer. So I had to give that a try. To see what I thought. Oh of yeah. It uh I saw just the first episode, but um i, I actually i'm interested by it it's um it basically it's a i believe it takes place in like the d c universe um it's about yeah it's about um literally the the devil in human form uh lucifer and um he kind of just hangs around runs a bar, kind of canoodles with ladies. And um, oh, yeah. eventually he gets, like, wrapped up in a murder mystery and starts helping out a detective and solving stuff. She saw mm-hmm. So
2: she's hot. Doesn't that sound like an anime premise?
1: It could be. Oh, absolutely.
2: The devil runs a bar and solves mysteries in his spare time.
1: Oh,
0: absolutely.
2: I mean, they have that, that one anime where, like, the devil is a part time. That's such a good
0: show. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs>
2: But you see, my point is it's an anime premise. It's neat. I've never seen the show myself, but, you know, I'm like, okay, the devil's, okay, yeah, sure. I like anything that has to do with the afterlife and how it's run. Mm. I think it's neat. Yeah.
0: So is everyone uh, dead? Or is it like... No, he's on Earth. Oh. Why is he on Earth?
2: Because... He does what he wants. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he's supposed to be on Earth. No. He
1: I don't know yeah. From
2: what uh uh promotions I've seen, like angels would sometimes show up and be like, Lucifer, get back down to hell. He's like, No. Yeah. There are bitches up here. And I don't need to have sex with them. Yeah,
1: that's 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 pretty accurate, I'd say.
2: Um yeah. I've I've always liked the premise of that the devil doesn't actually like hell. Like he's there to be punished as well. He's not, like, king of hell or anything like that. I don't know if that's how it works in that show, but biblically, you know, the devil's not, like, pulling the cranks in
0: hell. Like, he's being punished wait, as well. Wait, no. What? Really? I thought he went down there because he wanted to escape from God. No, he was cast
2: down because he rebelled against God.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, And there, there's things like... His feet are blackened because that was the first part that hit the lake of fire. Oh, damn. That's why, if you remember, like, the movie Constantine, when the devil shows up, his feet are, like, covered in, like, burning oil or whatever, burning tar. Oh, That's okay. why. Uh, but, biblically speaking, I do think biblically speaking, there is no hell or devil. I mean, there is in so much of the Book of Revelations, but Book of Revelations is, like, by philosophers it's considered fan fiction yeah like it it wasn't made by like a you know disciple of God or anything like that he was just kind of like hey here's some shit that could happen yeah get spooked yep pretty much but um yeah but the church continues to talk about hell and the devil but some preachers are like no there's no hell there's no devil Mm. just be good okay don't be a dick Hmm. if you're if you're being good to avoid being tortured, then you're not being good. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah that sounds like the good place. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't count. Pretty much. Good
2: place says that if you yeah, good place says that if you do something good for the value of people thinking you're good, then it doesn't count. You gotta be good for the sake of being good. Good place is a fascinating show.
0: Alrighty. So what else have you been playing and watching, Tim? Yeah,
2: sorry, I got co-opted. That's
1: fine. Um, I well, I, um, I did manage to place, I was very close to not playing anything this week, just being busy, but I did manage to squeeze in a little bit of time playing uh, Faster Than Light FTL.
3: I love that
2: game. Yeah. And hate that Me game. Me too,
1: Sean. Me too. <laughs>
2: Because it's so fun to play, but I can't
1: it, beat it. It is so hard. So, it is so dang hard.
2: So, I, it, it, the problem is it's reliant so much on yes. luck. Like a lot of roguelikes have like um, RNG as an element. And that's fine, but like FTO takes advantage of that situation. It's really hard to overcome a bad luck.
1: Yeah. So, you know, like, so you know, basically, it's a. It's a roguelike where you're you're in space, you are a... I think you're part of the Federation, and there's, like, a rebel fleet mm. that's chasing you. And uh, there's different, like... There's, like, eight different sectors or levels of space, and you're trying to get from... You're trying to get to the eighth one, I think, like, to deliver a, a message or, or something. I don't quite remember the, the story there. Um... But, yeah, it's basically a roguelike. There's different, like, beacons you travel to along each sector, and then there's, like, random encounters between enemies or, uh, people who can help you and, like, upgrade your ship. Um, and on your ship, there's, like, different systems and, like, you, uh, weapons and shields and, and whatnot. Um, you can upgrade and you can acquire different weapons, and it, it's actually, it's really fun, and you have, like, a crew you manage and all that sort of thing but yeah it does become dependent on finding scrap which is used like to to uh, well you can buy stuff at stores and you can also use it to upgrade your own ship um, but mm-hmm. sometimes you just you come across really terrible encounters like I think there was at least one time I came across this one place right in front of a sun, and I kept like releasing solar flares, and oh, yeah. and that yeah. happens, like, maybe once every minute or so. Uh, and I was fighting a ship at the same time, and every time a solar, fla- a solar flare happens, it, like, randomly sets fire to your ship, um, and that causes damage to, like, your uh, different systems and stuff, and uh, it can make them shut down. Yeah. So if it, like, shuts down your weapon systems, you can't, like... Fight back as much, because then your weapons go offline, or, 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 or if it shuts down your oxygen, or that, which is yeah, yeah, all your crew suffocates, or your shields, yeah. then you know you have less shielding against their attacks, and sometimes you just mm-hmm. get—it's so frustrating how easily you can just get destroyed, especially if you're doing well, yeah, and doing well doesn't—it's not a thing that you know usually happens. It, it's kind of hard to get in a good position, but it—it it really is fun. Yeah. I enjoy the like, ship management aspect of everything. Um, I did manage to get to the final sector once, and I went...
2: Isn't that a hell of a ship that you have to fight, like...
1: Well, yeah, so I, I, I oh, came man. up against that final ship, and I was like, okay, this I'm probably not <laughs> going to win, but this is exciting because I've never been here before. And um, mm-hmm. I, I actually managed to take it down. I was like, oh, that's this is great. Though that seemed kind of easy, but whatever, um, and that's because that wasn't the actual real final ship, and then in its place, <laughs> which was about like, it took the ship that took its place, was about five times bigger, and that was the actual final boss, mm-hmm. and um, it, it it destroyed me, and I was very very upset, and couldn't imagine how I could possibly have have killed it, so that's right. something to work towards.
2: Uh, the weird thing is that about that game. The thing I enjoy the most is uh, managing fires. I don't know why I so much enjoy like just finding a path to open up doors oh, to the yeah. airlock to suck all the oxygen out and have the fire get put mm-hmm. out. I just I'm like that's neat. I like that.
1: Yeah, you know I, I I get you. Yeah, that is pretty satisfying. I mean it's better than having to like do it manually with like your crew and put it out. Um
2: I also like trying to um dock with other ships and send like a, a pirate crew aboard and take over. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of fun like it's kind of fun if you can like take out all the crew and then cuz normally speaking you you destroy the ship and it explodes but um and then you get like components and scrap and stuff but you can also just kill all the crew and then the ship will stay intact and I'm pretty sure you like get more materials that way. It's kind of a cool different mm-hmm. way of doing it. Cuz it's harder to do. Right. It. It's more right. risky. Um but yeah, I you know, it's one of those games where I feel like I've played so much of it, but I really haven't. I think it just feels like mm-hmm. it cuz it's like it's so hard. I feel like I've experienced mm-hmm. a lot of it, but it's just I I really haven't. I I've only there's like, you know, different ships you can unlock and that gives you like different starting weapons and crew and stuff. And I really only scratched the surface with that, so I, re- I really do want to kind of devote myself to it. At least try and beat it, but it's very hard. And I'm only playing on normal mode. It's like, oh, may- maybe I must have it on hard difficulty. It's like, no. No, it's just, mm-hmm. just normal mode. Dang. Yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, that's about it for that. Um... And that's pretty much been my week.
0: All right. Well, it seems like you got a lot out of FTL, so that's good. <laughs> All right. And, and Lucifer. So, good. Good for you. And Sean, what have you been playing? What have you been watching this past week?
2: Uh, well, I have watched nothing. Oh. I didn't see anything of. Well, I continued watching the things I've been watching. Um, what have I been watching? Lock and Key. Uh, the Outsider, McMillions, what? Lock and Key, I've, I've continued watching that. <laughs>
0: I know, I know um, what you're watching. It's so weird.
2: <laughs> trying to throw me under the bus online after your um Still a, a neat show and every single character is unlikable. I hate I hate them all, but I'm interested. I'm invested. There's magical items. I always like that in a show. I don't know why. Okay. It's neat. Hmm. But basically, I haven't really watched any. No, I did watch one movie on Hulu called Mr. America, which is a mockumentary starring Tim Heidecker, who is playing himself under the presumption that he has beaten a murder charge. He was accused of murdering 20 teenagers because he held a uh, concert, a big concert um, event, and uh, distributed a new kind of uh, inhalant drug into the crowd, and it killed a lot of people. But he beat the charge because it was a hung jury. Um, And so it follows him running for district attorney, Because the district attorney was the lawyer who was uh, fighting against him. And Tim, being spiteful as he is, not Tim Ronan, Tim Heidecker. I don't know. Tim might be spiteful. I don't know. Um, Is running for district attorney in order to uh, dethrone him. And it's not very good. There are some good performances from Tim Heidecker. Tim Heidecker is actually a pretty good actor when he wants to be. Um. But you see, you see Tim Heidecker, and you're like, "Oh, he's going to do something crazy and weird, and something surreal." Not really, not this one. So, Hmm. Hmm. yeah, that's what I watched. And what did you play? Um. Well, that's what I played. Well, the past two weeks, I've I basically said that I didn't play anything. And as for this week, I did play something. Uh, a friend gifted me a copy of a game called Deep Rock Galactic. Alrighty. Which I th- it's been I think it's been in early access for like the past two years, but it came out of early access recently. Um I would say it is a cross between Left 4 Dead and Super Motherlode. Uh it's a um guess familiar with Super Motherlode? Uh no. Damn it, you guys! Uh, so <laughs> Superman Load was like a uh, um, a two D game where you sort of dig down into the earth and try to collect uh, ore and minerals, but you had to manage your fuel uh, amounts because you had to get back up to the top. So you had to go down with the fuel that you had, and you had to go back up. Or if you like, you had too much stuff in your tank, and, and you would upgrade like your your fuel tanks and how much you can carry and all that stuff. And it was just I think it was like a, a, a browser game. But it's kind of mixed like that because it is a 1-4 to four player co-op FPS expedition slash exploration game taking place in randomly generated caves with 100% destructibility. So the basic premise is that uh, you play a dwarf in space. And you take on a mission and they send you down into a cave and they say, we need X amount of this mineral and X amount of this other thing if you want, but you don't have to. And you go into the caves, and you have things like you have a flare you can throw. And they're unlimited, but they do have a cooldown. And you have this walking, like, box you can, like, dump all the minerals into. And the basic idea is that you just kind of find the ore that's in the walls and, and mine it out, kind of like in a Minecraft. So you kind of like explore, and he's like, oh, there's some red in the wall. I want some of that. Pick it away. But there's also uh, enemies. They're all bug-related. And so you have guns. Uh, There are four different classes that have different weapons and utility gadgets. Like uh, one class can use a zipline. He can, like, put down a post, and he can, like, send a zipline to another uh, targeted location or just zip across a big chasm or something like that. And another class has sentry guns. So you just put down a sentry gun. Protect me while I'm, I'm digging. Um, another class that I've been using, the scout, he has a grappling hooks. So he can kind of just grapple everywhere. And you have different guns like the assault rifle and the shotgun and the sawed-off shotgun, flamethrower, all these other things. But they're locked to certain classes, so the scout can't use the flamethrower. He can only use the assault rifle and the uh, shot, sawed-off shotgun. It, it's almost a very simple premise, you know... Go down into the caves, get the ore, get back up. But it's a lot of fun to play, and when you have a, a simple premise that that is that easy, uh, you can have near flawless execution with it, which this game pretty much does. It's it's a lot of fun to play. I don't know how many hours to get out of it. I've only done like three or four, but I, I'm having a good time with it. Um, I think it's like fifteen to twenty dollars. If you enjoy games like Left 4 Dead... By the way, it's like Left 4 Dead in the sense that um, uh, you have to rely on a lot of teamwork. There are some enemies that can grab you and kind of uh, drag you away, and your teammate needs to kill that thing before you die. By the way, I got grabbed by this giant wasp, and it didn't kill me itself. It just sort of flew me up and up and up and up, and then it dropped to me. I'm like, what? At least sting me or something. Don't just drop me. So I died. Um,
0: Sean likes the pain.
2: (laughs) He likes the pain, yeah. Uh, And like Left 4 Dead, um, in this, once you have reached your your quest limit, you've done what you needed to do, you press the escape button on the little, uh, they call it the mule that follows you. Press the button on that, and you have to race to the drop pod to get out. And that's when all the monsters really start coming out. So it's kind of like Left 4 Dead, you know, run, get to the chopper type deal. Um, I, I, I like it. I think it's a, a fun, cute game. I would rec- If you enjoy it, you can play it solo. And it's not like, you know, if you play it solo, you're at a huge disadvantage like Left 4 Dead. They give you this little um, flying drone that can, like, shoot and illuminate places and kind of take the place of another player. So... You're not completely uh, at the mercy of the game. Hmm. I'd recommend it. Um, So, before we move on, I kind of want to illustrate what the month of March is going to look like for me. Because as I was looking at the release schedule, I'm like, this is insane. I can't. So, March 10th, there's a new Destiny 2 season coming out. Now, I've pretty much stopped playing the game, but when there's a new season, I like to poke my head in, see what's new, and then I'll probably lose interest. Um, it's also a good game to play like when I have like a movie or TV show on the other screen. Uh, March 11th, Ori and the Will of the Wisp comes out. March 13th, Borderlands 3 comes out. March 20th, oh, that's right, Eternal yeah. and Animal Crossing New Horizon come out. Additionally, some games I picked up while they're on sale were Fell, Seal, Arbiter's Mark, Uh, I got the Zero Escape games, and Murder by Numbers, which is a murder mystery detective visual novel with Picross mechanics, and it was created by the team behind uh, Had a Full Boyfriend.
0: My, My friends have been going crazy over that game.
2: Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I mostly just saw that it had uh, like pit cross and like I love that I want I want to go. I mostly
0: there. just saw that it had hot boys, so hot boys.
2: Well, I don't know, know if there's any hot boys, but I like the I like the visual it art. Does, yeah, it I like hot. the art. So, you know, and you I'm, like the boys. Looking for? Got to get the hot like boys.
0: Them. You gotta get them. <laughs> get them all. Um,
2: also, I had to pass up Halo One, which came out on Steam. Last week, and Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, which I I kind of wanted to play, but I I just kind of have to pass over for now because March already. Did you Come on,
1: try the demo for it, Pokemon
2: for Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Yes, I did. Um, what do you think? I I think that's a that's a premise I can I can really get behind. Uh, I don't like it. I wish it kind of moved and like. The cardinal directions, you know, up, down, left, and right, but it's kind of, it's kind of like, like it's like uh, stick directions, you know, kind of full 360, and I don't, I don't know why that throws me off, but it does, but I'd be interested to play that game, I really would, I think, that's game I could get into.
1: Did, did you play, like, the original?
2: No. That, that's um, what I'm so interested in, is that I'm, I haven't played any of the Mystery Dungeon games. Mm-hmm. But people have always told me, You would love these games. Why haven't you played it? I'm like, I don't know. There's like a lot of Pokemon spinoff games. I kinda keep track of all of them. They're really good. My butt.
1: I recommend them. Yeah.
2: But I can't play it in March because all the stuff that's coming out in March. And and thank God I don't have a VR headset or I might have to get Half Life Alex, which is coming out this month. And, you know, thank God Persona Five Royale. why did I say it like that? Royale isn't adding enough new content to make me want to pick it up again, right, would you be really screwed? Because if, like, Persona 5 Royale... Wait a
0: second. But they've got new swimsuit DLC. I mean... I mean... I don't know about that.
2: Can I put Psy in a bikini? Can I put uh, Ty to Kimmy in a bikini?
0: Because if not... Can you?
2: I don't know. You know...
0: I what, think what do I, have? I think it's for all talent? of them. I think it's for the confidence too. Actually, yeah. I
3: doubt that.
0: I think so. I mean, definitely the main cast. They've got new. Well, yeah, new definitely the, the the
2: party members.
0: Dude, but, come uh, on! It's in a new like they're in an island or something. I mean, if you bring just bring one of them honeys with you and just see, you know. <laughs>
2: well, that that was already a thing I could do in Persona Five. You know, you you. Uh, hang out
0: with one of the girls. I think yeah, you can but... bring somebody with you too. Exactly. So look, just find out. You know, just bring one of the confidence no, I, with you. I can't put
2: another hundred hours into this game. <laughs> I can't do that. Like just the game the... has. Come, come on. on. <laughs> just want to see you in a swimsuit. <laughs> you want to see the swimsuit? No, turn off the game. Um. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, I think it's really adding, gone like,
0: to a new low. If you put in hundreds of hours <laughs> just to see that, I mean, <laughs> just to see something
2: I can Google, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, it, if it, it was adding a lot of new content
2: that I'd be interested in, then I'd be like, "Shit, I gotta get it. I really want it." But that's not what's happening because I, like, I got the Destiny two season. I got like a day to play that before or in the Will of the Wisps come out. I got two days to play that uh, before Borderlands 3 comes out, and then at least Borderlands 3, I have a week to play that before Doom Eternal Animal Crossing New mm-hmm. Horizon come out, and after that point you'll never see me again, because I'll just be playing those two forever. By the way, they they, um, they leaked out the uh, PC requirements for Doom Eternal, and I'll be able to play it on recommended settings, so.
3: So here's like the
0: that. here's the the biggest conundrum of all, which will you play first, Doom Eternal, or Animal Crossing New Horizons?
2: I think I'm gonna play Doom Eternal first.
0: Because if I play oh, yeah. Animal Crossing first, then
2: an, like that's an endless game. That doesn't have an end. Really, mm-hmm. unless you like you hundred percent like collectibles and all that stuff, and that that's gonna take a long time. But Doom Eternal yeah. take all year. Has, yeah, it'll take all year. Doom Eternal has an end point. Like, I know it has, like, multiplayer and all that stuff, and it's kind of DLC, but it has an end point to its story.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can do that and then retire to your friendly animal island.
2: Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Did Just you like hear about guys. this new thing that they have called Nook Miles?
1: Nook
3: in
0: Miles? Nook yeah. Yeah. Like, you get what is points and f- Nook stuff. Yeah.
3: Called?
0: It's like you get points for everything that you do now, so it, like, and you could purchase things with the points. You could pay pay down your debts with the points. So it's kind right. of like, yeah, I don't know. Like it's kind of like, even more addictive yep. now because you're not just taking care of things just for the sake of taking care of things. You can earn points or miles. You know when you're taking is, care of, like, a plant or something.
2: What is Tom Nook's end game? Because, you know, he, he gives you money to, like, build your house, and he gives you a loan, and he's like, I expect you to pay it back, but, you know, whatever you want, and there's no interest. It's like, great. But now he's going to give me points for doing things, and I can use those points to pay it off? Like, Tom... He's being nice. What kind of well, weird economy are you, you trying can, to create here? I think you can
1: also, like... I think you can travel to, like different islands if you get enough points. Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. like, catch, like, bugs and stuff. Uh, And Mm -hmm. I think in some cases you can find, like, really rare stuff. And the idea is that, Mm -hmm. you know, you'd bring it back, probably sell it to him, he gets it in his stock, and then he, like, sells it off with the markup, and that's profit
2: for him. Hopefully it's not too hard to get points to go to other uh, islands, because I know in uh, New Leaf, that was the best way to make money was to travel to the Summer Island, catch some beetles until your bags are full, and maybe some sharks if you saw them, and then you go back and you sell them and you make like a, a butt-ton of money.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, It remains to be seen. I mean, obviously when it comes out in about an hour, there's going to be 15 people that have already found all these exploits with the game. So, you know, you just got to wait 15 oh. minutes after the game is released and then you'll find out. <laughs>
2: It's freaking March. Why is there so many cool games coming out? Why is March the big one right now? Mm. I, I, March Madness. You know, thank I God FF7 is coming out in April. because like didn't it, it was like originally going to come out in March and it got pushed.
0: Yeah, it was supposed to come out this month and then it got pushed back. Well, that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. I mean, because yeah. April is looking kind of light, I think. Barren. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Whereas March is
2: heavy and so many games. overflowing. I mean, yeah. Doom and Animal
1: Crossing and a game called Dead or School and All the Greats. is coming out.
2: <laughs> dead all or School? That's a tough choice.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, mm. I could go to school. That or sucks. T- oh, I, I could also, be dead. <laughs> I could be dead.
0: And that might know. be good. I don't know. I don't know. I don't wanna I don't wanna put it off, I don't know. Yeah. As for what I've been playing and watching this week, well, I certainly saw a lot. <laughs> didn't play much. <laughs> so I saw actually I didn't see a lot. So yesterday yesterday oh. I I saw um on Netflix a movie and it's a Netflix original movie. It's called Triple mm-hmm. Frontier. You've probably heard of it, or you've Never probably it. seen it. Really? Well, they promote it a lot on Netflix, and, or at least I've seen it a lot on Netflix. And it's this movie with Ben Affleck and uh, Diego Luna and the Poe guy, Oscar Isaac. Ugh, disgusting. But Osk- Oscar Isaac, is actually, he's actually a good actor. It's just disgusting because I, it made me think of Star Wars. Anyway, um... <laughs> uh, so That stink don't come off. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, it's actually a very weird movie. Um, I don't know exact how... Oh, that's to... Pedro Pascal. Who?
2: Pedro, Pedro Pascal. He's uh, the Mandalorian.
0: Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. I thought it was Diego... Lin. Okay, anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to be... Um, so. st- Stereotypal. Anyway, I didn't mean to ter- stereotype that actor. Anyway, um... Or rather get his name wrong. But it's a strange movie. There's like it's not like a traditional three act structure. It's kind of it has like two climaxes and it's ladies. a little uh, sorry? Nothing, go ahead. It's a it's Thank a little Oh, ladies. Okay. <laughs> no, know. don't draw attention to it. It was okay. terrible. Sure. Let it die.
3: <laughs> Don't listen to it, whimpering. Uh, let it die.
0: I, I didn't really like it very much because, again, it, it's trying to like build up to something. And then it gets there. And then you're like, okay, now what? And then the movie explains, like, the resolution is like an hour and a half. And you're like, oh, I see. An hour and a half resolution. God. yeah I don't, I don't it's a very weird movie I wouldn't recommend it um, some good action I guess like a, some good infiltration scenes it's basically like some guys and they're all you know it's ex-military and basically there's like a drug lord in they try not they try not to name the country but it's Brazil and they go like there's the one guy who's still in the military and that's Oscar Isaac's character and he is, like, he's been tracking down this drug lord for years, and they finally found where he was, but he's not going to tell the DEA that he knows where the drug lord is because he wants the money for himself. So he basically puts together a team of all his little military friends, and all these little military friends of his are, like, retired, or they're about to retire, or, like, they're, they've are they moved on to different careers, Like, Ben Affleck's character is a real estate agent, and so it's kind of – he has to recruit them, and then once he recruits them, they have a hard time kind of coming back to – well, some of them have a hard time coming back to, like, um, you know, the military training thing or, like, rather killing people and stuff because they they surrendered that life for, like, a normal life, Mm -hmm. but some of them are very comfortable with it, and they go a little overboard. So it's kind of, I guess that's the most interesting aspect of the movie is that it, it tries to delve into the psychology of soldiers or rather current soldiers and ex-soldiers. So if you're looking into exploring that a little bit, then watch it. But if you're looking for a casual action movie, which was what we were looking for, don't watch it. I mean, it's, it's kind of I don't know. It's a little... Kind of like a throwaway action movie. Sorry. Right. <laughs> uh, as, as is a lot of Netflix original content. Let's be honest. So... A
2: casual action movie to you. Like...
0: Like Fast and Furious. You know? That's, that's casual, casual.
2: That's like... They're like constantly moving. Yeah. Like they're...
0: Like Hobbs and Shaw. Like, you know. They're just blowing that's shit casual. up. Well, I mean... Well, what's a hardcore action movie, then? I'll ask that. Like, a hardcore action movie. Like, that would be like Ip Man, you know? Or The Raid or something like that. Or it's like there's blood and, you know, things like that. That's hardcore. So casual action is the bad guys die,
2: but you don't see, like, blood shooting out. Yeah, 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 yeah. They die in an explosion or they get shot, but you don't see blood splatter. Yeah.
1: kind of like for everyone not too much G-G-13. to think 13. about. Yeah,
0: exactly. Okay. Like PG-13, yeah. Whereas like you know, hardcore is in my mind more rated R. So, you know, the raid where like these guys are stabbing each other to death and, you know, crank someone's... crank, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. So, that's what I saw and then I've been thinking a lot about video games. <laughs> I oh, downloaded
1: bit... ah, something. Yeah. See, David <laughs> is like
0: Next level.
2: He plays games. He doesn't actually play and He thinks about them. It's like I, very conceptual. I play them in my mind. Yes. <laughs> and you can't be disappointed by a game that you fantasize about. Like it, exactly. All games are good. Exactly. Maybe if you're a
1: little like tipsy, you're not thinking straight. It's like, oh, this game's terrible. Well, David
2: some... doesn't play games like that irresponsibly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> He's very responsible when he thinks. About I play responsibly games. in my head. And I downloaded the Final Fantasy VII remake demo did not actually play it didn't have the time but i've been hearing a lot of good things about it and i will be playing it sometime this week i hope fingers crossed please and yeah, no, i've the been no th-
2: account I, I couldn't get around to like download it cuz i'm like ah oh, i have to turn on my ps4
0: <laughs> i got to swab it i got to <laughs> get all the dust off yeah, yeah 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 and i've been thinking a lot about that ghost of shishima But I guess we'll talk more about that later on. Mm -hmm. I did pre-order the Collector's Edition because that game is nice. Anyway, let's move on to our news stories for the week. We're going to start off with a funny one. Not all depressing, don't worry. Oni-G... Oni-NG, sorry. He's kind of this Newgrounds guy. He's known for his very crude animations. If you recall, Levio Saw, the Harry, po- Harry Potter... Levio Saw. Levio Saw. Yeah, yeah. There you go. He did a little better than me. If you recall those videos, then that's your, guy, that's your guy right there. He is making a video game. And he released the first gameplay trailer for this video game. The video game is called Bowl Bow. Guys, you've seen the video... What are your thoughts, Tim? What are your thoughts of this game? <laughs>
2: Why do you hesitate? very hesitant about game. <laughs> this <laughs> game. I can hear the quotation marks
3: around "game." He said that <laughs> game. <laughs> I mean,
1: I, I mean, obviously, you know, it looks, you know, pretty silly and like and goofy, and that's obviously the intent. Um, it, it is interesting, there's like interesting juxtaposition between like the very sillily, that's a word sillily, modeled silly modeled character like the player character uh, Bol- 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 Um mm-hmm. and like there's like at one point he's being chased by like a, a ox demon thing in the trailer and it's just, uh, there's this weird <laughs> juxtaposition between like the, like the styles of it because like the, some of the like creatures and environments are actually like really detailed and yes. like actually pretty impressive. He's a simple
2: boy who's been thrown into a very complicated world.
1: Mhm. Of course. Um
2: it's beautiful. the main
1: the main character is really ugly, honestly. <laughs> yes. But everything else around him is like, wow, that's that, that actually looks pretty good. Um I will say that at least from a first impression, it kind of just looks like oh, it's a side-scrolling platformer from Kickstarter, or so, I don't know if it's from Kickstarter, but it reminds me of that sort of thing. Um, so I, I don't know that it exactly grips me, at least from in theory, like what, like mechanically, how it's going to work. But it looks nice. looks Looks like it could be fun. Maybe its sense of humor would be enough for me to play it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I think that's what I'm hoping too. Sean, what are your thoughts of Bulboy? Bobo? Bulbo. Bulbo. Bulbo.
2: Bulbo. Bulbo. Um I yeah, I, I heard about this game like a year ago. And I was like, oh, listen, he's working on a game. Bulbo, the quest for Bing Bing. You know, he's trying to find his dog. Like, okay, that's cute. And I kinda moved on with my life. Uh but the gameplay—I'm surprised it looks as smooth as it does. Like, I thought it was going to be kind of like cheaply made and and rickety and not really look all that fun. But you'd play it just for the humor that Tony brings to it. Hey, man, but, this is
0: Albino Moose Games we're talking about here. They've
2: got pedigree. Yeah, come on. They uh, they made that uh other game.
0: That other game, yeah.
2: Yeah, and mm-hmm. don't forget
0: the one before that.
2: Yeah. I, I think we all know the name of that one. Critically acclaimed, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it looks smooth. I like the art style. You, know, you don't see claymation used very often um, because it's insanely difficult to do, uh, especially for a video game. Like, oh my god, I can't imagine the logistics behind it. But I, it looks neat. Like I, I, I don't know if it's trying to go for some of a binding of Isaac. Uh, atmosphere, You know, little boy in a very dangerous, hyper-gory, hyper-scary world, but he wants to get his dog back. I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna, I, I could see myself playing this, and not just for the humor. Then again, the humor might also turn me away. I don't know. Depends on how well it translates to a video game.
0: It reminds me of that game that the Ricky Morty guy made. That's VR Trover
2: saves the universe There you yeah. are
0: Yeah 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 That game Because it's the same premise No Where Trover's dog Gets kidnapped By Some alien dude And The dog Evidently has the key To the universe Or something So it's like the same thing
2: You know not they Say the dog has a That's weird Like th- Just go save the dog Why wouldn't he just Save the dog
0: Why Oh he well he to the Yeah universe? Whatever Yeah The key is uh, The dog is cool so he's gonna save the dog, and yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, all right. I, I I never bothered with that game. I'm like ah. Like I I I liked Rick and Morty. I still enjoy it from time to time, but I know you can't. You shouldn't let a fan base spoil something for you. But wow, the Rick and Morty fan base can really just like oh god. Yeah, I think about I,
0: Sichuan sauce every now and then. I'm like yeah. <laughs> Not interested in the show anymore. (laughs) Sometimes I
2: watch an episode and I'm like, I really hope no one sees me watching this because I don't want to be associated with that fan base. I don't want to be watching the show and all of a sudden the girl I have a crush on breaks in and goes, what are you watching?
0: Oh my god. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Disappointment everywhere. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really have too much of an opinion on this, really. I mean... It it does seem a lot like Newgrounds. I think Sean, you pointed out before, this is like the remnants of Newgrounds, and I can well, kind Oni of feel is a remnant of. Newgrounds, well, yeah, I Oni him, himself, himself, it's a, guy? Oh. I, I presume it's
3: a guy.
2: Oh, yeah, it's a guy. He, I've heard him voice the characters, and it's, it's definitely oh. a guy.
0: Okay, so yeah, I mean, I see. It's his trademark humor. I, I would think that Ricky Morty fans would probably like this game. Probably has that type of comedy, where it's very really crude and nonsensical and stupid. So, and
2: that's if like anything, more surreal than anything.
0: If if anything, there's meme potential here. So, you know, that's something. I don't know. Memes yeah. tend to come out of things that
2: don't try to try to take themselves seriously sometimes. Except for like, I guess SpongeBob memes. Those are like, God, those things are everywhere.
0: Really? Because they're Rookie um, Morty memes, right?
2: Yeah, you can call them memes if you want, but...
0: Wubba Wubba oh. Dump or whatever. Wubba Wubba duck dub, I think. Oh, God. Oh, Rick. Pickle Rick. But what about the, the Mr. Mises? That thing.
2: <laughs> Mr. Meeseeks.
0: Oh. Yeah.
2: I I haven't seen a meme for Mr. Meesie's.
0: I've seen a Mises, Mr. Meeseeks memes. Szechuan
2: sauce, that one.
0: That yeah, that Session was one saw and, That yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: that I think was the low point. I think that was that was a a pivotal moment for the fan base, and they they went down the path of evil. You know, they
0: they reap uh, what they sow. God,
1: that, that was a anyway. <laughs> you just had a fl- You just had to take a
2: second, <laughs> like you're <were> flashing.
1: Because, <laughs> I was flashing because I
3: started thinking
2: about all those videos. Of, People freaking out in McDonald's and the stories of people, yeah. you know, protesting and all the, the posts about how great sesame <laughs> sauce was. It's like,
0: guys, stop. Yeah, the Pope just said it. please, my children, <laughs> calm down. Calm Wait, McDonald's he, will give you more. Well, no. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like uh, I was just making that. I don't,
1: up. I don't remember that. Wouldn't it be great if he was like, Yeah, no, Seshold Sauce got is great. There. I love freaking Morty.
2: I'm gonna start (laughs) including it. Pico Rick is the best. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, best. But I I would say Bobo is less Rick and Morty and more like Tim and Eric, maybe. Like it's I won't say random humor, but it's surrealist humor. Okay. Like it 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 takes something that you can understand and it sort of warps it a little bit to make it almost unrecognizable but you can still connect the dots. Gotcha. And I don't like okay. Tim and
3: Eric.
2: Mm. I don't know who they are, so. Not, not, well, I like you, Tim, but <laughs> You're you're not you're no Tim Heidecker. Maybe you are. Maybe that's this right. is all a big performance piece that you're doing and you are Tim Heidecker.
1: Yes. That's exactly what's happened.
0: Before we uncover Tim's true identity here, let us move on to Dead or Alive Six our next news story. Koei Tecmo recently came under fire because they implemented a new update that said that people had to pay to change their waifu's hair colors. People were not happy about that. And that's that. (laughs) What do you guys make of this microtransaction implementation? And keep in mind that their life six is already pretty microtransaction heavy. I mean, if you wanna get that special bankini, you gotta put your money down for it. You wanna and, and everything's tied to like tickets. So there's like a premium ticket, there's yeah, it's, it's it's a weird currency that they've got there, and I'm not gonna get into it because it's no. It's icky. The math
2: I think comes out to like it's a dollar to change the hair. Right. Yeah. Each time. And it, it's not like you pay a dollar and like you unlock the option to change the hair whenever you want. Like it's want to change to the green. Take a dollar. want to change to blue. A yeah. dollar.
0: Yeah, yeah. So this is like NBA two K level greedy. Yeah. Well, Sean's coa tech
2: mode. They're not exactly.
0: Well, yeah. What is your overall opinion of it? <clears throat> About um, the DLC they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This this hair color <clears> transaction <throat> thing.
2: That's insane. That's insane. Like. Uh, microtransactions have been when it comes to cosmetics limited to things that you can put onto your character accessories and clothes and they tend to come in like packs like you know the swimsuit pack or the Christmas pack or you know stuff like that but to put a common basic customization feature like changing your hair color behind a paywall that's insane like that that's just that's like thats a, that's, a, that's taking advantage of your community. And the community thankfully pushed back and said, No, Koei. Stop doing that. And Koei said, We're sorry. We're sorry.
0: Yeah, I should note that Koei Techmo did come out on Twitter and they were like, It's a misstep. We did a bad Here's the thing. thing.
1: We'll try we'll try and find a so. solution to this. It's like what? Yeah, 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 when,
0: yeah. When you
2: find a solution, the solution is Don't do take it away. <laughs> Turn off that feature. Don't don't yeah. charge you to change a haircut. That's the solution.
1: Oh, we're sorry, guy. We understand. It's actually gonna be two dollars to change your hair.
2: You want to pay us more money. We we're do. we're so sorry for the confusion. For those who actually bought the one dollar haircut, we'll be sure to charge you an extra dollar. <laughs> plus interest because my goodness, we we messed up here. It won't happen again, everybody. By the way, this tweet will cost you five dollars to read. That's right. What? <laughs> How are you? they'd find a way like it, honestly cosmetic de- cosmetic transactions are like the one transaction that people are tolerant of I wouldn't say they're comfortable with but they're tolerant of and that's a scary precedent to set because over time as that continues going on people just think that that's the standard way like how many of the new generation know that all the stuff that you buy used to just be part of the game. You used to unlock costumes for your fighting characters by playing the game. And now, you have to buy them. And they're just like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. It's extra. And it shouldn't be. It should be part of the game. Now, if you want pay as like DLC, like a big pack, fine. I would rather you add more content, like a new character. But... That's, at least, I I can digest that a little bit better. Like, it's just, it's gross. I I don't like cosmetics being locked behind money. Unlocking costumes was, like, one of the really fun things you could do in a game. Like, oh, if I beat the game, if I got 100% collectibles, i get this new costume for my character. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, if if I, I play the game on hard mode without dying, i get this new costume. And it was, like, sort of a badge of honor, almost. Like, it was something to be proud of. But now it's like, oh, I'll pay $2 for that. And you're done. Like, we are rapidly approaching a future in which you buy a game and it just says, uh, for $10 you could just have all collectibles unlocked. And the game will be done and you won't have to play it. It's like, oh, thank God. I don't have time to play this game. Take my money. That way I can tell people that I did beat it. Thank like, God.
1: Uh, this actually, it's, well... It's kind of on topic. Uh, I think I heard that Destiny Two is getting rid of cosmetic loot boxes. Did I hear that right? It.
2: Uh, it. It says something like people have been asking about bright engrams, which was basically a loot box you would get, and it contained items that you could that would appear on the microtransactions storefront, and you would get them every time you leveled up. You would get a chance for an item. And then I think they they space out to like every five levels or something like that. Uh, and when Shadowkeep came out, bright ingrams disappeared. Um, now you only get them as uh, rewards in the season pass thing. You get them on the, the the free track they call it, like every five levels you would get an ingram. But people are like. This is this is not the same. This is just it feels well, gross.
1: And you could also you could also buy some form of loot box in the Eververse as well.
2: Yeah, it, it's basically the same kinda of, uh Edgram you would get through leveling up.
1: And I think it sounds like they're not gonna do that anymore.
2: I I but. I imagine they're gonna keep doing that. But I, I could be wrong. I, I don't keep up with everything that Bungie says, because, you know, you have to tune out the nonsense at some point, um, speaking quickly on Destiny 2, people are, like, talking about, like, here's how you can, like, hoard a bunch of bounty quests, complete them, but don't turn them in, so that when the new season drops, you can span them, and you get a ton of experience, and you'll be, like, level 20 on, like, the first day. And it's like, these are the kind of people who complain that there's not enough content, like, who beat the season by like day five is like, there's no enough to do. It's like, because you're a psychopath who hoarded a bunch of quests so you could finish it in a day. That's on you. That's your fault. That being said, there's not enough to do in the seasons. They're pretty... Um, but I don't like those people. If that's how you want to play your game, fine. You know, Play it however you want, but don't act like it's the game's fault for you playing it that way. It's the same thing when people say, this game's too easy. Yeah, you're exploiting a glitch and an exploit. Well, if the developers didn't want to be there, it wouldn't be there. It's like, you dumb SOB. So, in short, I don't like microtransactions. A lot of people are comfortable. A lot of people are comfortable with just uh, cosmetics, but they shouldn't be.
0: Right. And, Tim, what do you make of Koitechmo's nonsense here?
1: I mean, yeah having to spend like a dollar just to change i mean not even just like i mean even if it was just like a dollar to unlock it, even that's like that's yeah, a thing. even that would be but then yeah. it's like having to continually buy it over and over it's just you know silly and and then yeah, it's like oh you know we'll we'll sorry guys we'll we'll try and come up with a solution it's like well. I mean, there's, like, two paths of thought here. Either you don't do it anymore at all, or you keep doing it, but differently,
2: yeah, that, that's, I guess. Yeah, that's my word, that they're not going to actually revert the change. They're just going to try and, like... I, in my mind, all they're going to do is, like, reduce the price. That's
3: yeah. it.
1: I mean, I don't know. Like, if it was a cent, that's almost free i guess that's okay
2: but no. even then
1: it's like it should be
2: free it, it, even <laughs> if it was a penny i'd be pissed off not nearly as much as like a dollar but like literally for a penny like no that's
1: literally that's... penny pinchers.
2: <laughs> cuz i'm not buying content i'm buying the right to experience the content that's already there
1: mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> or yeah like i don't like i don't know in Super Mario Brothers every time you want to play a level it's like well you have to buy the right to play a level uh, you can't just play it when you want you're, you're, you you're like renting the out the meter rights. mobile
0: games <laughs> I think that the solution here get rid of the hair thing I agree with you guys that's a little ridiculous and just substitute it with nipple tassels <clears throat> there you go I mean... I don't... Come on. Just... Like... You've got... You've got the bikinis. And there's not much else to do. Outside of there. Just get the nipple tassels. And there you go. Call it a day. Everybody will buy it. I hate nipple tassels. I hate them too.
2: But... If you're at the point where you're wearing nipple tassels... Just go all the way. Don't... Don't...
0: Just... We know what's under there. Stop. Exactly. Yes. exactly but you know what people are into it or you know you could do like those those like high-tech bikinis now where it's like they're glued on you know the, the ones that defy gravity like you know I mean this is a freaking video game you don't have to think about the actual physics here you just do their life certainly didn't it
2: exactly those, like past downlock games where like the, the jiggle physics were insane. Just Which bring them they back. Took and there you go. The bring like, in
0: the ridiculous jiggle fig- physics. Bring them back. Around. Bring them back. I mean, come on. And I hate to, I, I hate to what? sound this way. I hate, I hate to sound so mass, uh, um, you know, I, I, like a misogynist. But I mean, this is what this is. Their audience. Come on, come on. <laughs> You're not gonna. You can't convince me. Kotaku can't convince me that Dead or Alive Six isn't for males. It is for males. It's for males yeah. who have not experienced like a woman's touch it. in many years. Okay, that's it's for who people who like looking you know? at you know those attractive
2: character models, like and there's you know what there's nothing wrong with that. There's there ain't nothing wrong, wrong with, with that. Like we there ain't made a character and she looks hot, and it's like okay, fine, that's great. They're not. And really. I, I don't know why people would be like upset. Like why'd well, you make a hot character?
0: Like, Listen, get over. They ain't yourself. real. They ain't real. They're freaking and as for the hair, fictional Just things. get rid of all the hair. Just
2: that That's the solution. Just make them bald. That's a fetish, ball ball. too. I mean, yeah. come on. You
0: know, well, I don't want
2: to call it a fetish. I think it's more of a preface. But yeah.
0: Well. Hmm. I hope it's you're listening to it, some one, videos I've seen. Good at, anyway. Um, we're giving yeah, you good information we, here. We want
1: royalties on those tassels. Dead or Alive 7. <laughs> Customizable tassels, tassels only.
2: No hair. Final there you are. Every,
1: Everyone's there you are. bald. Every fighter is bald. <laughs> Every fighter is bald.
0: Yeah. That's my solution.
1: It's a pretty good solution for everything, honestly.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Get it, give it to the guys. Give it to the guys. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. I, I buy it. We need them. Yeah. We need and them. you know what? Make a Hot Boy
2: uh, fighting game. <laughs> mm hmm. That's right. Dead or Alive Boys Edition. I don't, I don't know what you call it. But <laughs> just and have put a them, bunch of Hot guys. You know what? Let's hear it for the boys. <laughs> Let's do it for the boys. Let's hear it for the boys. <laughs> and then you just walked around in Speedos and like hot pants or like... Um,
0: I want to see the Borat swimsuit. The Borat swimsuit?
2: Yeah, that, that V thing. Yeah. I know women like uh, a man who has like a, a, a dress shirt on and like rolls up the sleeves. Get that guy in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Five mm-hmm. o'clock shadows. Tattoo man. You know? Yeah. Who? Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Get some and then dad boxes for all of them. Nipple I mean, they and... made that,
2: um, what was that, the, the dad simulator? It was like a dad dating sim? Yeah. Dream Daddy. Dream Daddy. Yeah. Dream Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Grumps. Yeah. Dude, Dream Daddy of fighting games. There you go. <laughs>
0: Do it. There you go. Come on, Koei Tecmo, we're giving you all these ideas. <laughs> this Hello. is Buddy.
1: Fight me, Daddy.
0: Fight me, Daddy.
2: <laughs>
1: oh!
0: Tim fight me, Daddy. he got it. He got it. Boom. Boom. Come on, Koy oh Techmo, come on. God. Like we a bunch right of money just here. came out of Tim's
2: mouth. And like I don't I, I'm starting to worry yeah. that we're gonna run out of room in this this place that we clearly all sit in and record together. Like mm-hmm. yeah. And then once you have made this hot guy fighting game, you can make the hot girl fighting game, make it as hot as you want. Exactly. There, there's nothing wrong with sexualizing your characters, but you know, it doesn't have to be just women. No spread it out. Just don't like make like a tiger and like try to sexualize it. Then then you're no, the wrong direction. No, Go you ahead. get
0: in. The, no, no, no. That, that's dangerous. That. No, please don't do that.
2: Tiger girl, maybe like tiger ears and a tail. That's it.
0: Cat girl, full, like a full I mean, fledged Siberian tiger, just kind of walking around. He doesn't know what's going on. He, I mean, he, cat girls are a th- you, you know you can make a cat girl fighting game too. That could I'm be sure its own that thing. That has. Well, that was um, Nikopara. Yeah, I know. I know too much remember. about that shit. I can't remember the name, but... They they, they came out with, like,
2: Neo-G... Uh, there was a fighting game they had for all their female fighting characters. And it was terrible, because they they tried to make it, like... I, I don't know what they did. It, it's hard to explain, but it was bad. That one was icky. But, oh, yeah? You know, Koi Takmo really? I don't think it was... No, it was... um. Whoever makes, like, the Metal Slug games. Neo oh. or something.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
2: yeah. yeah. nothing wrong with making hot girls and having Come them fight each guys. other if you want. Yeah.
0: People like dressing I mean, this up as digital just money. dolls. This is just money. This is just money it's on the money. table. You guys are missing out on it. Next story is about Kojima Productions. They recently came out with Death Stranding and that had mixed reaction. We've gone over that. But they may, strangely enough, be teasing Silent Hills or Silent Hill Game. The official Kojima Productions Twitter account recently tweeted an image of the head of communications, Aki Saito, and he was writing down on a post-it note and uh, while at the same time communicating with someone overseas. So, a lot of People, Kojima fans, were, like, analyzing this photo to the tenth degree, scrubbing it for every detail, and they found some Kojima. things. So, yeah. so, first off, the tweet itself reads, Sorry to be silent, everyone. I've been busy lately. Really busy lately. I think I can say more soon about what we are going to dot 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 dot. Hashtag Kajim Projections. The fans are saying that the word silent is an indication of the Silent Hills game. But that's not all. If you zoom in in the image with Mr. Saito, you find that the brand of pencil that he's using is Pyramid. And that's obviously not a nod to Pyramid Head. As for what's written on the notepad, it says next week. Exclamation point. Which might be the indication that Kojima Productions is planning to reveal something Silent Hill related next week. What do you guys think? Do you think this is actually Kojima Productions working with Konami again, coming together to make a Silent Hills game? I do want to point out that Kojima did say sometime, I believe, last year that he was uh, working on a new concept in his office and that he was watching horror games again. Uh, and that before he made the, the PT, the PT that was the playable teaser that was for Silent Hills, he was watching a um, movie, a very famous Japanese movie called... Thai, sorry, Thai horror movie called The Eye. And he was re-watching The Eye so that he can awaken his horror soul, and um uh, yeah, he's so something horror-related is coming out of him sometime soon. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Do you think that this kind of weird collaboration will actually come to be? Sean, I want to start with you, because I know you have a history with Silent Hill and Silent Hills. What do you think? I...
2: Swear, if they're just fucking with us, (laughs) I'm going to be livid. I will never forgive Pacino. I don't think he would do that. I think he's he's, uh, cognitive enough to be like, no, I probably shouldn't tease something that people have been wanting for so long and that was ripped away from them before. But man, if he is, oh, he better not be. Now, if this was any other team, any other person... I'd be like, people are reading into this. Stop it, people! You're 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 being insane. But with Kojima, that dude puts Easter eggs in his entire life. Like he he'll tweet out things that seem innocuous, and then like all of a sudden, two months later, they appear in his game, to some degree. So if there's anyone else besides Kojima Productions, I'd be like, no, no, guys, you're reading it. But with Kojima Productions, I I don't know. That could be. I mean, if it was just the word silent, they'd be like, no. But like the brand of pencil and what he's writing. Now, I don't think it's going to be Silent Hills. I think it's going to be like Quiet Mountain type of deal. Like he's going to make the Silent Hills he wanted to make, but he doesn't have the rights to it Uh. because he's not going to work with Konami again. Konami might be like, hey, you want to work with us? But he's like, no, uh At the same time, I don't think Konami would want to work with him either. Just like, they're like, you know what? We fired you because you're a nightmare to deal with. You go way over budget. You take way too long to make a game. Yes, they end up being good, but it's a nightmare working with you. We'd rather just make these slot machines. And get money from little old ladies. So, I... I'm playing it close to the chest I don't want to get too excited but I'm excited like I it would be great because I didn't care about Death Stranding I, I never bothered to play it maybe when it comes out on PC I'll give it a look but i I just I'm not interested but Silent Hills or Silent Hills Adjacent yeah that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about Especially if he could get Del Toro and um, Juji Ito back in his team, which I'm sure he can.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I I think that he has talent. You know, I think it takes talent to make a horror game, and yeah. or rather horror anything, or at least a very compelling horror piece, and he's got it. You know, and I want to see him revisit the horror genre in some capacity. And maybe even bring back, you know, Del Toro or or Ito or whatever. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I don't. I don't foresee this teaming like a team up with Kojima. I mean, with Konami because it's just it's just That'd be so it's so unreasonable. I mean, why? Um, but a no, team up, you know, like he might him. Might have the money to just buy the rights to the Hell name. They yeah, they could have sold it to him. That's true. Yeah. That's true, but I don't i I don't know. Um, that would they be really cool.
2: That, like some pachinko machines.
0: Who Konami?
2: Yeah, that's all they're using. It's not no license for us pachinko.
0: Don't they license it for movies and things?
2: Well for like movies? But I'm like talking like currently. Like they're not doing anything with it.
3: They're not making yeah, any new Sonic yeah, games. I guess so. I, I guess so. Boys. I guess so.
2: Yeah. yeah no movies.
1: Maybe Kojima's making a VR interactive silent Hill's pachinko machine. Never know.
3: Tim,
2: Tim, you know what? Sometimes you go too far. You go too far. There's a line. <laughs> you saw the line. You, you, you got toe up to the line, and then you jetpacked over the line.
1: And maybe there'll be like microtransactions and loot boxes God. inside of it. And you can Damn it. You, you have you have to bet every time to do stuff. You, you can bet even more if you want a better chance of winning. That's great. I think it's a great idea. Fingers crossed, Tim. Crackerjack. Fingers crossed. Crackerjack idea. Mm-hmm.
3: <sighs> Tim,
2: I swear.
1: <laughs> I hear Sean dying.
2: <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. I can feel myself wasting away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, I I, I hope that. I, yeah, I, I hope that they do, that Kojima does, like I said, revisit the horror genre, but this whole thing with Silent Hills, it's it's probably, as you say, Sean, it's probably going to be Quiet Mountain, you know, um, some yeah. kind of adjacent. Which, I, I don't movie. mind, like,
2: you know, people are like, it has to be Silent Hill because we need Pyramid Head. No, you don't. Pyramid Head should yeah. have appeared in that one game and that's it, because Pyramid Head is specific to that character monsters that appear in silent hill are specific to the person who's in silent hill it's based on your perception and your inner turmoil so for pyramid head to keep appearing everywhere it's like what
0: no i mean kojima productions has some bomb-ass artists there they can just make a new like if any if anything death stranding had a mood you know it had a cool art style in my opinion you know, the BTs and the baby thing, and the yeah. art direction was pretty cool. So, I'm pretty sure they can come up with something that's very similar to that, you know. With, it definitely had an
2: atmosphere.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, exactly. So, I don't...
2: I, I think atmosphere is so important to horror. I think everyone exactly. agree that is the case. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. horror also requires subtlety and insight and the ability yeah. to surprise. And I think Kojima has the ability to do all those in spades. Especially if he brings on, like, Del Toro and Junji Ito.
0: Yep. For sure. For sure. Tim, what is your opinion of the story?
1: I mean, yeah, it doesn't seem likely there'd be a cooperation between Kojima and Konami. Uh, At the same time, there is a very... There's a very deliberateness in him using the word silent. Uh I it's hard to imagine he would use that by accident if it wasn't something related. I mean given how like I, yeah, given how Easter Eggy he is, yeah. there there's a there's <clears throat> a deliberateness to it. So I it'd be it would definitely be an oversight of it's like, "Oh, sorry guys. I shouldn't have used that word. <laughs> That's not at all what this is about. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I would definitely see it more in the vein of being like, some kind of spin off type thing, or something as as close as they can get to being Silent Hills without, you know, disrupting the rights of, um, of that IP. Or yeah, I mean, who knows, maybe they Manage to buy it off of Konami could be,
2: but I feel like they'd have to be pretty far from Silent Hill, just because I I get the impression that Konami might be a bit litigious, like Kojima be like making this game, and like oh 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 Cubehead that that's that's too close to Pyramid Head give it give it, and you know so either he already made
0: Cubehead Cubehead's in the the evil within oh yeah remember
2: that that, like that little prison box on his head well regardless I think he needs to either uh, get the rights from uh, Konami or create a a reasonable distance from that property
1: very loud valley (laughs) very loud valley
3: (laughs) (laughs) Rock valley little in the
2: valley <laughs> yeah, it's called it Yodel in the Valley, and people get a kick out of it. <laughs> I actually kind of like that name. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound very scary, but people are like, "What? Oh, oh, what's that game?
1: What's, what's going on?"
0: Moving on to the topic of the show. This week's topic is about PlayStation, because surprisingly, there's been a lot of PlayStation stuff coming out this week. The first news story that came out this week was regarding The Last of Us. The Last of Us is getting a series from HBO. And Neil Druckmann, who's the creative director for the franchise, The Last of Us franchise, he's teaming up with Chernobyl writer or the Chernobyl creator. um, And they're going to make some kind of show for HBO. I'm not sure. It's unclear if it's going to be HBO proper, like the channel, or HBO Go I think it's called uh, that, which well, is Well, HBO st- HBO Go is like um
2: but like there's an HBO Go which is if you have a subscription to HBO
0: right through cable and HBO Now is HBO if Now you don't. That's their uh, yeah. streaming service, right? Yeah, but they all they both have the same content. Do they really? I thought yeah. No, HBO Now has <laughs> exclusive content. Like, um, the Ghibli movies are going to be exclusive to HBO Now, from what I heard. And I, I think Rick and Morty is going to so. be exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember that, because Netflix bought the rights to the Ghibli movies in Europe, but HBO Now bought them for, um, for the U.S. Yeah.
3: Hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Anyway, that would suck if that's true, just because like I have HBO Go, but I right. don't have HBO now.
0: There's probably some kind of thing where you can like upgrade it or something. It's come, kind of, it's gonna be like Disney Plus or something. Anyway, Ghost of Tsushima, that game actually got a little more information this week. It's slated for June 26th this year. There's a collector's edition coming out. There's a special edition coming out. And they dropped a new story trailer, and I must say, in my opinion, pretty amazing. The last piece of Sony news that came out this week was, well, the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo came out, uh, I believe on Monday, and it just kind of dropped out of nowhere, and it's exclusive to the PlayStation Store. So, lots of PlayStation goodness coming out, but still, no news on the PS5, and I may remind all of you, people listening and people here, uh, Sean and, and Tim, that PS5 is indeed still coming out this year. <laughs> I mean, unless the coronavirus delays it, but I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case. So, the question that I want to present to you guys is: Given all the information that just came out, I mean, this week alone, does Sony really need to give us any more information about the PS5? Is their strategy, what they're doing now, the right thing to do, or should they get a move on with releasing PS5 details? Given how Xbox is revealing things about the Xbox Series X seemingly every other week, uh, the most recent news story was that it's going to have 12 ter- teraflops. It's going to be backwards compatible all the way, I think, till the Xbox 360 era, if not the Xbox, if not the the original Xbox. So what do you guys make of this? What do you think the strategy should be for Sony from this point forward if this strategy they have now, which is just kind of focusing on PS4 stuff, isn't what you would recommend? Uh, Tim, let's start with you. What do you make of Sony's plan here, and would you change it? And if so, how would you change it?
1: Um, I mean... I think you you mentioning before how maybe the idea was they don't want to draw attention away from like games that are coming out like now they'd rather save info on the PS five for later um, but I mean in the face of well actually let's talk about that uh, that what you just said about the Xbox it's going to be backwards compatible like all the way back you said.
0: They did say it's going to be backwards compatible. I'm not sure. They did say like to legacy titles, and I wasn't. I didn't know if that meant all the way back to the original Xbox, or if this was going to be some kind of XCloud thing, where uh, it was like you could you can't like pop a disc in and then play it. It's something like it's on the cloud, and you could kind of like what what um, what they do now, where it's like it's not really. Right. From what I could recall, that the Xbox One could play Xbox 360, 360 games, but like most of them were digital, right? Or am I wrong here?
1: Um. I, I mean, I know there, there's a list of. I don't know if they're still doing it, but for a while they would release like updates, I guess, that would allow you to play the disc version. Right.
0: That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, not, not yeah.
1: all of them were available, I guess. But that's I what... Yeah, that's what I meant.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know what fraction of them have been made available. Or, again, even if they're still doing it, I really haven't...
0: I haven't heard about, about it in, in, in recent memory, yeah. That's true. Yeah,
1: because usually they, those... I, I don't know, like... I guess I'd see in, like, updates or news or whatever, they'd be like, yeah, these are the games this month that are... Mm-hmm. coming out. That, that it's can curious.
0: Play. It's curious that they've kind of you know, moved away from that and now they're focusing all on Game Pass. You know?
1: I mean, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. And maybe yeah. with the, I mean, new systems coming out now, so maybe it's like... Well, I mean, especially if they're gonna implement that system into the new Xbox.
0: Oh, you have to I mean, imagine. Basically. Obviously, yeah. It's gonna be in it. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um... But yeah, so I guess depending on how far back they claim that that's going to be the case, um, I guess it feels like it would behoove Sony to, you know, give their pitch at least soonish, because I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're competitors, so they need to at some point say like, hey, this is why you should get our thing and not the other thing. Um, and I guess, I don't know, I feel like, I feel like them releasing info on their product wouldn't necessarily take away from, um, like, current PS4 products and and that sort of thing. I guess I feel like, I mean, depending on what information they release and how excited people might get about it, I feel like that would kind of bolster people's interest in the in the product line even if it was you know just it's not like if it was like a PS4 game like I feel like they'd still be excited about it. it's like oh this this is a I want to be invested in this that's cool um, I mean especially if, if they announce that uh, older games like PS4 is uh, backward compatible with PS5 and that sort of thing um Wait, do we know, like... I mean, it's probably, like, November-ish, but do we know, like, a specific month when these are releasing?
2: I so think they just said holiday 2020. Yeah. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. So November, December-ish. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I. it's not... I mean, granted, it's, like, I guess seven-ish month, months away, but I'd say probably by the time it gets down to six months, you should probably start putting out something you know, get that marketing in. Um, So I'd say if they aren't going to say anything now that they should soon.
0: Gotcha. And Sean, what about you? Do you think that Sony's strategy right now is the best one? And if not, how would you change it? Well, I do understand the logic
2: behind not wanting to draw attention away from the games they're going to be putting out and the projects like uh, Last of Us Two or Last of Us uh, TV series. I do believe they need to start giving us information now. And the reason is because no matter how big or how good the cake a person has is, they're going to be wondering what that other cake looks like. Like, you, you get someone a slice of cake, it's like, alright, here you go. By the way, there's a really bigger cake coming later, and you're, that person is not going to be able to enjoy their cake. they are like, I want to know about that cake. I want that one, though. So, while people are going to be excited for these games, they're also still going to be wondering, what's what, what the PS5 about? I want to know about the PS5. And I don't think Sony can afford to kind of just uh, sit on their hands with this one. I think because the console race is exactly that. It's a race. So, the first one out the door is going to have an advantage. Now, both these consoles are going to be coming out this, around the same time. That's fine. Uh, but Sony needs to start giving information at the same rate that Microsoft is. Because, like, I, I think they should be giving information the big information, things like release date, and price point, and uh, internal features. Those should come around E3. Around that time, and maybe a month after. But until then, they need to at least give some smaller details, like uh, uh, some uh, some of the hardware components, maybe um, some of the planned features that won't be available at launch but will be available in the future. Everybody uh, wants to
0: know the flops. Talk
2: flop. about
3: the flops.
2: Yeah, twelve teraflops. I have no idea what that means. It sounds made up, and I. I don't know enough about computers to like question anybody about that. Like it's twelve teraflops.
3: Eh, what?
1: That sounds like thing it sounds like a thing people used to say as a joke.
2: Right?
1: right like it's like, like yeah like oh, eight point five gigawatts. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually real. It's like wait, like, that's it's a real term? What?
0: But it's like is that even necessary? Like what the hell are you gonna do with all of that power? I don't know. Well, I'll uh, just Sean, you can continue. <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, it, it's... I can't... I, Sony can't afford to be too quiet. Because if they let Microsoft get too far ahead, then they're just going to be playing catch-up. And they're just going to be looking like they're like trying to copy whatever Microsoft is doing. So... I I don't think Sony is going to be drawing attention away from the games by giving us information about the PS5. What they need to do is draw attention away from Microsoft with information about the PS five. That I think that's what they need to be doing. But you know, I'm not I'm not a marketing wizard or anything like that, so I don't really know what they should be doing, but I
0: know what I want them to be doing. And that's interesting. You know, uh, well, it's interesting that you think that way, because from my from what I gather, and I don't mean any offense of this, but like you don't really play consoles all that often, right? So, not
2: unless there's a game that's exclusive to the console. So, right. I play a lot of my Switch because Nintendo likes to keep things exclusive. Uh, yeah. I played, you know, things like God of War on the PS4 and like Spider Man because yeah. they were exclusive. But when I don't have an exclusive to play on the PS4, I, I don't bother with it. No,
0: you don't bother. So, yeah, you're right. So, so typically, like, I mean, and what from what I could tell, like, you're not really that interested from The Last of Us. Or Ghost of Tsushima, right? Last of us, no, not really. I've heard great things about it. You know, it's
2: I don't think right. it's it's this popular by accident. Uh, but it was never it, it was never on my radar when it came out, and now it's so big that I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to jump into something like that. And I don't know. Maybe one mm-hmm. day I will, but you know, I'll, i have plenty yeah. of opportunities at the very least. Uh, mm-hmm. and as for Ghost of Tsushima, not really. Just because I, Feudal Japan is not an aesthetic that I really like all that much. Uh-huh. You know, I, I, I can't get excited about it. And it, yeah. The trailers that we've seen of it are like 90% uh, cutscenes. I've seen it's so true. little gameplay of this game. Yeah. I'm so confused as to how this game plays. Because it just keeps showing people talking to each other. Like, how
0: does the game play? So that's, that's interesting because... I am a little bit worried about Ghost of Tsushima. I feel like it may be rushed just because of Sony's kind of predicament this year. Because I think June, as you guys indicated when you were speaking, I think June is kind of like the cutoff date. Like, that's the day, the month rather, where they've got to start getting, you're right, they've got to start getting information about the PS5 out so that they can you know, undercut Microsoft by the time fall rolls around. And I feel like that
2: one E three were like, uh, what was it that happened like like Sony announced the price of the PS three was like six hundred dollars. Yeah. And then like from Microsoft a guy just came out on stage like, it's not six hundred dollars and he walked away.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it mm-hmm. was
2: like it's gonna be four hundred dollars. And like that's all he needed to do. Yeah. Because he saw how much that that console was like, oh well we can beat them no problem with our Mm-hmm.
0: Our, our, right. Our price here. So, it, it it has to be. I I, I predict that it's going to be a little later than what you guys suggested. Like just because Ghost of Tsushima is coming out so late in June, so I think in July is like super dead. I think it's probably the most dead month for video games. You know. Yeah. The year. I think
2: the, the idea is that people are outside. At the yeah, place, people are outside. Stuff like they're doing no, no stuff. One's Playing video games.
0: So I think what the logic here is that. Sony, yeah, they have the exclusives, right? They have Last of Us Part Two and they have Ghost of Tsushima coming out. But they also know that... So I mean, they're not stupid. They also know that summer is a dead month. I mean, summer is a dead season for video games, right? Um, mm-hmm. There's just not a lot coming out. So the logic is, why release details now about the PS5 when over the summer people are going to forget about them anyway? Why not just undercut Microsoft like in August or September by releasing all of these details all in the in like one go this big reveal thing, and then two months later it's out and mm. I don't really I don't necessarily agree with that strategy. I mean I disagree with that strategy. I think it will undercut Microsoft's momentum a little bit just because. Microsoft strategy has been, you know, since the Game Awards last year, has been just a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. Here we go, you know, whereas Sony hasn't been doing anything really. And I, I mean, it, it's going to come to a point where you're going to get all this information. And we're going to be like, holy shit, <laughs> it's going to be really overwhelming, you know. Um, so I don't know. I, I And I feel like it, it will be coming, I mean, definitely after Last of Us, because. Last of Us Part Two is just—it's just this gigantic, huge game. I mean, everyone is—they they want forward that to through. be
2: their their capstone of the PS4. It's like, right? This is exactly and the PS4 is Last of Us Part Two. This is a nice, exactly finishing and, bombastic thing.
0: And and if they're doing that for the Last of Us Part Two, they might as well do the same. They might as well just wait one more month anyway and do the same with Ghost of Tsushima, right? Mm-hmm. I mean that that just that just makes more sense. The last was part 2 is coming out uh, I think a month before Ghost of Tsushima. So, you know, um, so that's that's kind of like what I th- kind of want them to do, I suppose. I do think that the more realistic thing is that yeah, they'll probably release something in June. Or maybe even May, like very very little details in May, like right before the last of us part two comes up and then, you know, a little more in June. I think that's probably the most realistic thing, but I really just I wanna see them change it up a little bit and do something like almost like a second Saturn type of Sega like Saturn type of thing, but not really. Um just because again, like in the fall we're all looking forward to Christmas. You know, like, by, by September, if the weather is, you know, um, colder, which it usually is, we're all kind of looking forward to Christmas already. We're all kind of bundled inside. We're playing games, whatever. So I, I think we're already in that headspace, and they know that. So, you know, I, I, I would be interested to see... And don't forget, PS5 is the market leader here. Sony is the market leader here. So they have... Kind of the the freedom to experiment with, you know, what they want to do, what they how they want to market with the um, their next console. Whereas Microsoft, they have to play catch up. They have to, they have to do things I, much more by the books. I think if they wanna,
2: Microsoft
0: is in a weird position though. Like, yeah,
2: if Microsoft were just doing consoles, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, they're they're dead last in this particular mm. generation, but. Microsoft is, like, sitting comfortably with um, Xbox Live Game Pass. And by putting all their games on PC, I mean, they're still making money. They're not making money via the console. But, you know, they're still publishing these games. and They're still getting money for it. And they're getting money for the Xbox Live Game Pass and all that stuff. So I think from an outside perspective, Microsoft looks like the loser in this. But I wouldn't be surprised that if you got, like... Underneath the skin of this, you'd be like, oh, wow, Microsoft's doing way better than it appears. That's, I I don't know. I don't know what to think of what Microsoft's doing. Because for the longest time, I'm like, what the hell is Microsoft doing? They're putting all their exclusives on PC. There's no reason to have an Xbox One.
0: And, but they just but kept doing it. They like, care. I mean, they, they obviously want to be like Sony. Because they wouldn't have bought all the studios that they bought if they didn't want to be in Sony's position from a game perspective, you know?
2: Well, yeah, but it's like, do they want to be in Sony's position from a console perspective? Like, do they even care as much?
0: That's a good question. I don't think so. I mean, I I, I think that they want to be in Sony's position from a game's perspective, like, like I said, in terms of, like, library. They want to be known for having this great library, but in terms of selling actual physical units, I don't think that that matters to them as much as selling their services yeah, do you know? i don't think that i don't so. think that
2: either like i don't know like it, it's like nintendo is in the uh mobile high exclusive amount list somewhat casual play they have some more hardcore games but primarily they're casual i wouldn't say <clears throat> they're all family friendly kitty games like i, th- I think that's uh, a bit too simplistic but they have more casual games and then you have Sony, who is more hardcore for consoles. And then you have Microsoft, which is pretty much just, like, they're kind of doing it all, thanks to, like, putting stuff on PC as well. So, like, it, all these, th- the big three are, like, offering something a little bit different than the other one. Uh So it's it's almost hard to say who's winning at this point.
0: Yeah, but, I think, I think... If you speak purely from the game industry perspective about games, you know, you know, games that we pick up and play, mm-hmm. I think, you know, people would most unanimously say Sony is winning in this regard, right? Well, yeah, some they would have probably say Nintendo. A lot of high quality right? exclusives. Yeah, well, yeah. I, you know, some would say Nintendo, but like... I don't. Th- I don't think that people like our yeah. age or a little older would would think that way. I, I, well, I, I just think, think that...
2: I think it's yeah. also because, like, Sony's exclusives are, like, winning big, prestigious awards. Well, like, that too, yeah. It's not like, I'm, oh, our game sold really well. It's like, wow, the writing in this game is amazing. Or the motion capture allowed this the actors to really do things. Or they're doing some really yeah. cool stuff with their their engines. I, Whereas I say, it's just like, hey, mm-hmm. Zelda, you like Zelda, have
0: some Zelda. It's like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I, I should say, purely from an artistic perspective, I think Sony is leading. With Sony, and, and Nintendo is close behind. Maybe not close behind, but it, it's behind them. Um, and then Microsoft is kind of trailing in that regard. And I think that's what people perceive as, as most important, or at least people like us who pick up games and play them casually or you know, play them often. So um, there's there's that perspective and, and from that perspective I, I I think that's why that what makes them the market leader in a lot of people's eyes. Whereas I agree, like Microsoft from that perspective does need to play catch up, but you know, when you look at the technological and the services side of things, well, I think Sony needs to play catch up a lot, you know, when it comes to its cloud services. You know, Playstation now is okay, but it's not as yeah. good as Xbox Game Pass. Nintendo is non-existent when it comes to that stuff. So, yeah. you know, Nintendo doesn't understand how online works. Though. No, they they don't. They they're kind of back in 2004. So, you know, they're stuck in 2004. So, you know, it, it, and and that's not to mention we didn't talk about Nintendo in the, in this regard. But very briefly, I just want to say that like. Um, they're in a really awkward position here, too, because it's like, well, the Switch, you have to imagine, has probably, it's probably maturing at this point. Um, I don't think it's going to be selling gangbusters, or at least as much as it used to be selling, you know, once the PS5 and, and Xbox uh, well, series are out. Game,
2: it depends on what holiday games they announce. Just uh, That's
0: true. I mean, they have Breath of the Wild 2 coming out, but, I, Tim, what were you saying? I, I don't know. Yeah, sorry, Tim.
1: I, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say that uh, it's now three years old. The Switch.
0: Yeah. Shut up! No, it's not. Isn't that crazy? Yeah.
1: It's, yeah.
2: God. Damn it. it time That's crazy. Just goes so quickly, and yet when I'm in the moment, I'm like, oh my god, my life—it just drags on forever. Like, what?
0: And then I'm like, it's been three years.
2: That's just insane. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like I feel like at some point we're going to see Nintendo come out with a console like sooner than we might expect because or at least like a pro version of the Switch which everyone's yeah. been kind of speculating about just because I it just makes that. so much sense and they've been kind of out of the cycle for so long it seems like they've got to come back to it you know if I if, don't they know wanna if they want to be regarded but if they want to be regarded You know, in that same conversation, because even now we don't really talk about them in the same way that we talk about Sony and and Microsoft, right? I I don't think
2: Nintendo minds that. I think they they have so much clout and they're in such a good position that they're like, we don't care for not part of the conversation because guess what? I guess that's true. We're part of a conversation. We're never going to die. So that's true. That's true. Doesn't matter how we do it. Maybe they. Yeah, maybe
0: you're right. Maybe they do want to be part of like they want to be the C. They don't want to be part yeah. of the ABC conversation. They just want to be part of the, like outside of the conversation. That that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting back to Sony, yeah, I mean, there's, it, it, it's it, it's going to be an interesting year, to say the least, you know. And that yeah. that doesn't, I didn't, we didn't even go over the fact that they didn't, they're not even going to show up at E3 this year, you know. So, okay, like, what's yeah, going to happen Sony. there, you know? <laughs> like, well,
2: did they say they're going to like do like a. a Sony Direct or anything like that? No, E3? no, they haven't said anything. I, I have to imagine they're gonna, they have to say something. Because again, if they yeah. don't give us information about the PS5 around that time, I think that's going to be a detriment. Like you said earlier, that they should like maybe announce like in September, like, give a, a, a huge flood of details to get people excited. And that makes sense in a vacuum. Like if it was just Sony, mm-hmm. and they're yeah. going to present a new product, like, okay, let's do all of our stuff right up front. And in two months, it releases so that it's still fresh in everyone's minds. The problem yeah. is they're competing with Microsoft. And so they're competing for that news cycle. And I don't think yeah. they can afford to give Microsoft
0: all these months of exclusivity of news.
3: But, Especially because
0: but, like, do they care? I mean, like, the Microsoft, like, Microsoft has not been selling consoles. They have not. You know, well, Sony, I don't there's think Microsoft. Sony goes, has but I think so, Sony should care. I think Sony, like, the PlayStation 4 has sold more than twice the amount of the Xbox One, you know? So right. it's like, I don't, I don't know if they care. <laughs> I mean, well, clearly they own, they're in most households across America, not most, but like, they're in many, many. more households across America than, than the Xbox One. Well, it's and also so, because the PS4 you know,
2: sells in Japan and the U.S., whereas the Xbox does not sell very well at all in Japan.
0: Like well we can't give those things away i mean the 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 xbox one typically sells well in, in you know great britain too but it hasn't been selling well there either you know <laughs> hasn't been right. selling well in america either you know like i mean yeah. yeah yeah it has been selling well no it it has but it hasn't been selling well as well as the ps4 you know what i'm saying so right. it's kind of like i don't know like like yeah you're right like in a vacuum that would be the ideal situation but i mean aren't they kind of in a vacuum? Like, aren't they kind of dominating the conversation oh. right now anyway? I, here's the problem, Oswell. It's
2: also, the longer they go without saying anything, the more skeptical and worried the general audience That's true. gets. They, they yeah. tend to get yeah. a little bit chicken little with this kind of thing. Like, why isn't they saying anything? Is something wrong? Where's Sony? Are they burning yeah. all the PS5s? What's going on? You know, they they yeah. get progressively stupider and yeah. more insane. That's, and that is true. That so is what true. happens? It's not that Sony is out of the news is out of the conversation, but they're in the conversation in a light they don't want, which is speculation.
0: And but what if they what if they just came out and they were like, like after like or during E three, right? They talk about like whatever games they have left for PS four. And they're like, stay tuned for August, where we're gonna re- reveal a whole bunch of information about PS five. And that's all they say. What if they did that?
3: Maybe, so that people are like maybe, Well
2: I feel like people would still be like know, why not tell us now? If you have the information, they, they just talked
0: about because they just talked about the PS four.
2: Right. But you know? if you end with by saying, look at August, you're still basically talking about the PS five and you're still because now people th- imagine yeah. all kinds of things. I think, yeah. look, they can keep all the information they want for September, but the information they have to give us during E3 is how much is it and what does it look like? I think that's what uh, people yeah. are gonna want. They want to know what it looks like. They want to know what the <laughs> control looks like. And they like want a to know the price. <laughs> yeah. And the problem, <laughs> that, that thing looks so weird. Uh, the problem is that the price point is the hardest one to give out early. Yeah. That's the one you kinda have to keep close to chest because that fluctuates yeah. up and down with the different parts you're putting in and taking out and you're getting new yeah. contracts and all that stuff. So but at mm-hmm. the same time that's the one people want to know the most.
0: Okay. So, so so to to end this conversation, we had this was a good conversation, but to end it, I wanna ask you guys what you think who no, we we've already talked about like what we think the price would be. But let's talk about who you think will Announce their price first. Would it be Microsoft or Sony? Tim, let's start with you. Who do you think it would be?
1: Um, I, I, just based on the availability of information and just looking at who's been sharing things, I, I guess I'd say Xbox. Mm-hmm.
3: Just because
1: yeah. they've been more straightforward with um, with information about everything. I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. And Sean, you think it would be Xbox too? Well, um, I think Microsoft's going to be the first
2: one to say something about their price. Either they're going to say what the price is or they're going to come out and say, what do you care? You're not going to buy it. Who cares? Because nobody bought the Xbox One and Microsoft doesn't need the console to sell well honestly microsoft could come out tomorrow and be like you know what the xbox series x is our last console we'll keep developing for it we'll keep putting out games for it but from this point on we're primarily a software focused effort that and would I be think, so interesting i think they do just fine with that i yeah. think they, they would they would
0: survive just fine um I, that would be so interesting if they came out and just admitted it. They just said, "Listen, yeah. we've got we're not we're not doing R and D for any other consoles after this," you yeah. know. And I would I, I would be so. I hyped don't have the numbers, the but expensive. it
2: feels like the gap between generations mm-hmm. is getting wider and wider. I think um, because you again you start to hit that plateau when it comes to technology with uh, video games because mm-hmm. uh, the, the the best um, indicator. How one console is more advanced than the other one is the graphics, and we're, we've hit that plateau where it's harder and harder to make your graphics look better and better, because yeah. even if, even if you keep doubling the amount of polygons in the in those character models, every time you double it, every time it's still you get
0: a diminishing return on how different it looks from the last one. Well, that's what I was saying before. I mean, like you got twelve teraflops in a console, like. Right? Is that really necessary? Like, what do you what are you gonna do? The, like, what? How does it improve the experience at all, except making everything look prettier? You know what I'm saying? The like, only I thing I think, I think my PS4, right. my my OG PS4, is plays things phenomenally. You know, like I love the way things look there. I don't really want them to change because <laughs> then after yeah. that it'll just get freaky. You know?
2: Well, yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, we've hit that plateau of graphical uh, advancement. It doesn't mean we can't go further. We can. It's just it's going to be harder and harder to tell the difference. But I think yeah. what those twelve teraflops I don't, I don't know what matters between one and I mean twelve. But I yeah. think what that all the hardware they're put into it is for is so you can get those pretty graphics at like higher frame rates. And yeah. higher resolutions. Mm-hmm. You know, you get right. 4K, 120 right. FPS. Yeah. Because now they've said, like, okay, we can't get much better with graphics. But we can yeah. get better with our uh, frames per second. Now, that mm-hmm. will have a cap as well. Um, you know, the human eye can't really perceive frames per second past a certain point. Yeah. Now, I don't, 120 isn't that point, but, you know, there is a limit. I mean... And and so think, from there on, it becomes resolution.
1: I think also, maybe there's the aspect of, like, from a consumer, it's like, well, why would I, like, if it was the same teraflops, uh, people would be like, why would I buy the new one? It's just the same as the old one.
2: So they have 12 instead of 10 for marketing reasons, is your idea? Yeah, yeah I, could, I could understand that, you know. You know, if you're like, oh, I want to buy the PS Series X, how is it different to the Xbox One, uh, besides the stupid name? Oh, it has twelve teraflops instead of however much the Xbox One has. That yeah. must it's it's more. The number is bigger. I know twelve is more than eight. Yeah. I know this. And so like they'll they'll want to buy it. I I could definitely understand that. I don't know necessarily if that's the sole reason they would ever do something like that. But I would be surprised if that wasn't part of the conversation. If they were yeah. like, hey, we could put ten teraflops in this. Like, I think we should do twelve. It's like, well, that won't make much of a difference. Like, yeah, but it's a bigger number. So, and yeah. we want to make sure we have as high numbers as we can because if Sony comes out and says the PS5 has 10 teraflops, we want to make
0: sure we have 10. Uh, we want to make sure we have 12. It, it's funny because I saw a graphic a while ago and it compared the power of the Xbox Series X to the Xbox 360. And evidently, something like 40. Xbox 360s put together are more or less equivalent to the tiny tiny thing that's inside the tiny tiny graphics card or engine that's inside the Xbox Series X. That's just crazy. That's, crazy. that's that was only like what 15 years ago maybe. Yeah, hardware advances crazy fast like that.
2: Like, yeah. I I really feel like I should keep up with it just just to look at how crazy it gets when it like just
0: zooms right up. Yeah, um, but I feel like that's just that's just so mind-boggling. Anyway, yeah, I mean, I, I I guess it doesn't really change much from a consumer side. I agree with you guys. I think it it matters more to developers because okay, you know, I have all of I have these tw- these twelve teraflops, you know, and all of these different things like this improved architecture. So now it's way easier to develop my games for for this console, you know. Um, but. And as I mentioned, I think, last week or the week before, you know, that doesn't really change... That doesn't really mean anything if your policies don't change accordingly, too. So, you know, if Microsoft is touting the power of the cloud, of, the you know, the Xbox Series X's um, hardware, then they've got to change their policies, too, so that more developers develop for their their, um, machine. But um, in terms of who I think will announce the price first, yeah, I think, Tim, you probably right, like, given the momentum that uh, Microsoft has, or the, rather the trajectory that Microsoft has been going on these past couple of months, I think it just seems more sense uh, for them to announce the price first. I do feel like Sony... Sony will come out of nowhere, though, and it will drop a bombshell sometime... That will that will undercut Microsoft at some point. You know what I'm saying? Like, they mm-hmm. they 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 keep they're withholding so many so much information that it's possible that they would announce the price first. You know, they have said in the past that they're looking at competitors to see like what they announce, um, like the price points that they announce, and then they're gonna, I guess, adjust their price accordingly. But. I think they already have... I mean, they, they can't not have a price in mind already. I mean, this thing is shipping... It's already probably... It's going to probably enter production in the summer, no? So... Probably. Um, to get everything...
2: Get enough of them made, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, to get everything shipped by November, they've, they've got to enter production at least... At, at latest by the summer, right? So yeah. they've already got a price point in mind for it. It's just May a matter of, you know, declaring how much you want to lose... I guess, through the consoles and whether or not Sony is willing to take that hit, um, let me
2: ask you this but, real quick though yeah um,
0: mm-hmm. do you plan
2: to get the p s five knowing what you know now, and if not, what game
0: would have to be announced for it in order for you to be like, yeah, I'm getting the p s five no, I mean, what's the point i like i I have no like right now as it stands, no, because I have too much to play. The PS4 just killed it, this this um, generation, and there's sure, yeah. too much to play. You know, like, I had Last of Us Part Two coming out. I have Ghost of Tsushima coming out. I have all these other games that I didn't play. It's just, Final Fantasy VII Remake, I mean, this year is just nuts. What's the point well, of buying a new console, you know?
2: I, I don't mean like you would buy it, like, day one, but, like, if Sony said this game is coming to the PS5 exclusively, that you'd be like, okay, oh, yeah. PS5 is going to be on my list now. I'm gonna get guaranteed. it eventually.
0: Sure. Yeah. I, I I mean, they're gonna come out with the last of us part three. I never heard of a you know, of a, a just a two you know, just the just twofer. two two the two yeah. yeah, two titles in a in a in a series. Like that's that's duology? not video games. Huh?
2: Maybe. A duology maybe it's called? I don't know. A duology.
0: That's what that's what it's okay. called. duology. I never that's a rarity in video games. There's gonna be a last of us part three, obviously. Um it, For me, it'd be
2: Bloodborne know. too. There's yeah. If, if Sony yeah. came out with like Bloodborne two is coming, I'd be like, okay, I You
0: have to, to imagine. You have to imagine that they're talking to from software. I mean, oh, they, you yeah. have to. You have to imagine that they've reached out to them many times. You know, Shuhei Yoshida and and uh, all those guys. They're they're like, knocking on their doors every week. Come on, guys, we got the PS five. <laughs> Got to get that Bloodborne. Let's go! <laughs> Where's Elden Ring, guys? Come on. Yeah, ship Check it up. out. Ship out that Elden Ring. We got to get Bloodborne out. Let's go. Um, but Tim, what What about you? What would make you want to get a PS5?
1: Honestly, I don't think anything. I just... I'm really not a console person anymore. I don't... So
2: there, There's no game that they would announce... That'd be exclusive PS Five. They'd be like, "You're like, oh, I gotta get PS Five now." If it was
1: an exclusive, oh man, why you gotta do me like this? Exclusives. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, that that's if it was like if it was just a single game, I don't think I could justify that. Um, right. I. I mean, I'm sure. Okay. There are, I'm sure there's any number of things that could come out that I would want if it was, like, just exclusive to that, but I can't buy a console just for one game. I would have to get other stuff as well. Right.
2: And, and, um, that, and I that's, don't know that I would. That's a good policy. Like, even I would be like, even if it was just Bloodborne 2, I'd be like, well, I definitely want a PS5 now, but am I going to get one? I have to wait to see if there had to be more games. Right. Uh, now it's for, for me to be like, okay, I gotta get into it because. Yeah. Yeah, buying a console for one game. My sister did that for like the Xbox uh, One so she could play uh, Dragon Age even though it was on PC. And she it's played it PS and never touched her Xbox too? again. Dragon
0: Age is Came out on, on PS4. PS4? Yeah. I don't I know back if back. I
2: had a PS4 at the time that she could have used.
0: Oh, the original? The original Dragon Age? Or?
2: No, no. Uh, uh, the Dragon Age. Inquisition, whatever one that was. Yeah, that's was
3: for third. PS4. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well.
2: I didn't have a PS4 at the time. Neither did she. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Don't judge. <laughs> Why
0: didn't you get a PS4? It, it's possible Why I did have a PS4 at the time. On?
2: Because, like, I know I had a conversation saying, you can just get it for a PC. She's like, oh, I don't know if my PC can run. Like, I probably at some point said, like, get it for the PS4. And she might have said, like, no, I want to be able to play on my own time. I don't want to have to compete for time wow. on the PS4. Yeah, you know, I don't know what it was, but the, f- the fact of the main, she got it for one game and she never played it again. So, yeah. lesson learned, kids. Don't buy a console for one game. <laughs> yeah, and I mean... Would?
1: If there were like... I, I Okay, I mean, nowadays I'm more, as I said, more PC-focused. I don't, like, if there were like multiple exclus- exclusives, I guess, maybe, but, you know, as it is, I I am in a position where I can, I mean, my PC isn't the most amazing, but it's pretty decent. You so can run position. the sims,
3: so,
2: yeah. <laughs> what more yeah. do you need?
1: What more do you need, Sean, of course. Um, but yeah, so, I'm in that position where I can get games for PC, and honestly, usually it's more desirable, because... I mean, there's just more options, and you have stuff like mods and whatnot. So, um, I wouldn't. I, I guess I'm not really the market for a console, unless again, if there was like a ton of exclusives that I really wanted. But it would have mm-hmm. to be, it would have to be like pretty notable stuff, and like a good amount of them. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't really do it otherwise.
3: Okay
0: i think that that's a good policy i mean as sean indicated like, you know what's the point of buying a four hundred five hundred dollar thing machine if you're only going to play one game on it you know yeah gotta put um, those
1: teraflops to use
0: exactly yeah or you could just get however so many teraflops that you want on your own pc you know custom mm-hmm. customize it and uh you have all the teraflops you need Alright, I think that wraps it up for this conversation. We had a good conversation about PS5 and Xbox One and Nintendo Switch even a little. So, thank you for joining us for this episode of the King Gamer Podcast. I'm your host again, Dave Lozada. You can catch me on Twitter at xenacreator 125 You can catch me on Instagram at xenacreator 125 and you can catch me on my website, davidjosephlozada.com. I almost forgot my name for a second there. Sean Raybine is here. You can catch him on Twitter at gingerbread, that's D-J-I-N-N-G-E-R underscore bread, and Tim Ronan's here. He's usually writing articles on Keen Gamer, so check him out there. Thank you for joining us, everyone. We hope to catch you next week. Bye.
3: Bye! Bye.